2: All right, day bar two on the Yingling Liger guest line. Let's move to something you and I talked about on Sunday. And and a lot of your stuff, obviously you're accurate mm-hmm. and, and you also miss, all of us do. Um, yeah. but you've been able to you know, come up with a formula formula that's damn accurate as far as predicting games and so on, and then you're doing all sorts of other things since then. But guys like Chip Kelly you were, you were talking, and there was a little bit different in each case that we were going over. Mm. Um, Chip Kelly, you were like, hey, Bo, you know, I was all on board, but then now what he's done at UCLA, I had to take a step back and say, hey, Mike Belotti had the table set. The steak was already there. The bourbon and the wine were poured. The sides were ready to go. The beautiful people were already at the table. Everything was set. Um, talk a little bit about how you said, hey, and sometimes I have to move off someone that I loved. Right.
1: Well, ago. I, I think it's it's. I always every season. I think the most, and this may sound odd, but the most exciting thing about every season is everything that you and I talk about, everything that I talk about with coaches and, and shows nationwide. The most interesting thing for me is where I'm wrong. That's what I look forward to because when I, when I'm right, when I talk about something, you know, let's say FIU's over and it's right, cool. That's not very interesting to me because, well, the model said that's what it was going to do. So it fit there. What I'm looking for is when we're wrong. And Chip Kelly was a great example of it. I I remember when, um, you know, Chip Kelly, when I I was looking at uh, uh, when Florida had their job opening. I remember, it was the talk with Dan Mullen and Chip Kelly and, and Scott Frost. And you know, we weren't high on Frost because his sample size was really small, and that's really a danger zone when all you got is good results. We don't know how bad the bottom is, so we weren't on that one. Um, Dan was very stable, and but we really had Chip graded high. All his numbers at Oregon were just off the chart, and then he went to UCLA and he sucked, and then the next year he sucked. And then the third year, he, he kind of sucked. And then last year, he finally got it you know turned in the right direction. And it made us go back to the drawing board. It's like, okay, so what did we miss? And what we, what we felt we really missed is that Chip Kelly, great offensive coordinator, he didn't have to do two key parts of being a head coach, organize recruiting and build a staff. And let's focus on that build a staff part, okay, because, like he said, when he walked in there, Mike Bellotti built everything for him and plugged him in as head coach. Chip Kelly didn't have tire defensive coordinator. He had Nick Gagliotti, five-star defensive coordinator, been there for 20 years. Didn't have to think about it. In fact, the whole staff, the average career there was almost 20 years at Oregon. It was plug and play. So he all he had to do was call play. The the recruiting culture was already there. The entire staff was already there. So two of the three things that we value now as very important as a head coach are we weren't really quantifying properly. So, I believe when he went to UCLA, could he still call plays? Yeah, I would hire him as my offensive coordinator in a heartbeat at any program. But he didn't know how to build a staff and look at UCLA. He hired his buddy as defensive coordinator and hung on to him for three years and had a bottom 25 defense for three straight years. Terrible at building a staff. Not very good at recruiting. UCLA's recruiting completely disappeared. Nothing like it was in the previous 15 years. So we overvalued the whole, the whole the result instead of the pieces. And so that's why when we look at head coaches now, we look at what have you done on your own? What have you built versus what was built for you? And so CHIP is kind of a unique circumstance, but we have to – it's a red flag to me now when a head coach that is really successful somewhere else was given – that success somebody else built it and it was handed over to him
0: why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America you don't just go for a road trip you ATV and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples
1: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
0: I will call upon you to do a
1: service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
2: I love that. Day bar two on the Yingling Lager guest line. That takes me to a guy across town from Chip Kelly now, Lincoln Raleigh. Tell our listeners what you said to me <clears throat> on Sunday, uh about what we know or better yet what we don't know about Lincoln Riley bar two
1: right it's, it's the Chip Kelly syndrome it's what I fell for and I and I caution everybody to say oh Lincoln Riley's been awesome he's going to turn USC right around dude he hasn't turned anything around in his life how can you say that's going to happen quickly because Mike Bilotti is Bob Stoops right that, that's that, that's the correlation here Bob Stoops did everything for Lincoln Riley the situation is exactly the same because guess what? Bob Stoops never left the campus. Neither did Mike Bilotti. They were all they were there all the time. They were managing all the relationships. They were doing everything. They were holding recruiting together. They were holding the staff together. Everything was being done in the background to keep continuity in the program, which is cool, but it doesn't help the head coach. So I, I, I feel, look, he, he, he may turn USC really, really quickly. He may have learned a lot. He may know how to handle all of this stuff. Um, I do know the offensive side of it in terms of building a staff. Dude, his his staff is great. His defensive staff is garbage. Guess what I thought of Chick's, Chip's offensive staff at UCLA? Great defensive staff. Garbage. It's the same, same thing. Now, I'm not saying USC is going to go 4-8 this year like UCLA did, but I would tell everybody to pump the brakes on Lincoln Riley. We don't have him rated as a very high as a head coach. He's not even in our top 25. Why? He hasn't had to do anything as a head coach. He stepped in to a perfectly built house and just had to run it. Now he's stepping into a house that it's basically he's got to tear it down to the foundation and build it. You got There's a learning curve here, and I don't think it's going to happen overnight at USC for Lincoln Riley.
2: Ooh. I don't even know what their over-under is. But, uh... Uh,
1: eight, nine. Nine. Ooh. All right, now, 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 but here's the thing is, I don't bet that. I'm not touching that because, look, the Pac-12 talent, uh, USC is still the number two talent in the conference, okay? Uh, they're, they're still going to have the, probably the number one offense. They have the best offensive coordinator. Uh, they have a veteran quarterback. Even though he's in a new, new, new school, still have a veteran quarterback. The coaching in the Pac-12 is not very good. So they could stumble their way to nine wins, ten wins. Mm-hmm. You could you – could, I don't think you're going to get beat on that, but it's possible. Uh, at the same time, could they go seven and five? Absolutely. You had eight years of bad culture you have to unwind at USC. Mm-hmm. That's not easy either. But there's so much talent there, you would want to bet the over. There's so much good offensive coordinator, offensive stuff, you want to bet the over. The defense is so bad, you want to bet the under – <laughs> the, the culture is still bad. You want to bet the under? That's like the, 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 <laughs> You're at a you're at a four way stop. Don't bet that. Stop. Just don't do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> For our listeners, I think Bartu basically saying, look, they could go nine and three and still not be a good team because the Pac-12 coaching is not good. The Pac-12 talent level is not what it needs to be, but and because of the way Southern Cal recruits. But we'll see. That was fantastic. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, well. I appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll do this a couple more times for the season. Then I know we'll lose you for some kind of ten-day elk hunt, and then you'll pop back up in in late September, and we'll keep rolling again.
1: Yeah, brother. Yeah, and you know, something? anybody listening, you know how to uh, DM me or or hit me on the uh, on the text line if you got questions about any games. I, I'm a junkie. I love talking college football to anybody. I mean, hell, I talked to Bo, so I'll talk to anybody.
2: <laughs> Bartu, be good, brother. He uh, joined man. us on the Ying. Super dude joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line. His Patreon account is going to be on fire in a couple of weeks, handicapping um, all the games. Thanks for listening to the show. Lunch today brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland on Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, Starbuck, and Tupelo. Thanks for listening to the Out of Bounds show. Lunch today also brought to you by Highball Eats in Fondren. Robert St. John's Greatest Hits right there by the Capri. High vaults open for lunch and dinner. We'll see you tomorrow.